Hi everyone, this is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. This episode is dedicated, <laughs> we're going to get the title right, but we're going to yeah, do are. it in a second. Because yeah. first I'm going to tell you that this episode is dedicated to the one and only Aaliyah. Oh, my be still my heart. I know, I know. So Aaliyah has been a patron forever, but she's also been a dear friend. She's been very supportive of us, very generous, to a fault, sends oh, us boxes of makeup and hair care products, which she's amazing so Ugh. much. She's but really she's a mom to Hadley, who yeah. she had a little adorable daughter. Adorable. Who she has, brainwashed into liking us she oh. just she has a picture of us of our release picture on her apple watch and hadley goes it's kimberly it's katie oh how, how are you doing that but i think she thinks of us as her aunties Hi, hadley. i think we're like her aunties Aaliyah, you should let us know what she's into are we gonna send her something like we said sent tammy something I was actually just doing that before we started recording because it was just Aaliyah's birthday. And so Aaliyah is getting a mini package because if you saw the package that I received, you would know <laughs> why she is definitely getting a mini birthday haul, yes. as it were. And yes. so m- tell us what she's into, Aaliyah, because I, I would love, like, I don't know, Shopkins? What do Where children are like? Frozen? Shop- Shopkins. Frozen 2? Frozen. Thomas the Train? That's not still a thing, is it? I think there's Train on Netflix. But I like that you went gender neutral. You're like, she's a girl. She can love trains. She doesn't necessarily have to love, like, makeup or princesses. Good for you. Yes. Did you go straight for Frozen? That's the first thing I thought of because I'm a stereotypical person. What's your Starbucks order? Tell me again. I'm not telling you. How long is it? It's not that long. If you wrote it, it out, would it be several? Se- would it be like several lines? No, like and it, a this with a shot of this with a this and the this and no this. No. Okay. What does that have to do with anything? That's just me being a difficult person. But I'm no. not. And I was saying I was more of a basic person. That's what I was trying to see if you were a basic. You know what? Yeah. Well, and I feel like basic. Off track. You know what? Has long Starbucks orders. Yeah, they do. They do. I am yeah. nobody's basic you-know-what. Yeah, you're not. And Aaliyah, we love you, and you're definitely nobody's no. basic. You are a tad extra, but we love you for it. It's so much love. It's, it's extra in the best way. It's extra love. Yeah. And she's such a joy on Twitter and Instagram. Everyone yeah. loves her. Uh, all of our listeners, they know Aaliyah. They talk to her. She's really supportive. She's the best. We love her. Can't say enough good things. That makes me happy. I know. It's the big love fest over here. Let's talk about murder. Great. This episode is called Evil Was Waiting, which in honor of Aaliyah's episode, we maybe could reveal what our karaoke song would be. I knew you. I knew evil was waiting for me. <laughs> Satan didn't falter. <laughs> the mountain was high. <laughs> That'd be great. We need to rewrite that. I didn't kill my husband. No, no. I know you did. Because evil was waiting, waiting for me. Uh, we are that's good. Not, that's great. So this episode is called Evil is Waiting. 
evil is waiting for me. And it aired um, on September 14th, 2018, season number 26, episode number 56, hosted by the Queen Andrea. This is a legendary episode for Andrea, which I will get into. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Katie knows about it. She's not I on do social know why. media. I know why. Really? Okay. Also, editor's note real quick, so I don't have to add this in later. The song okay. that Kimberly and I are singing, it might be difficult to tell, is Knew You Were Waiting, sung by Aretha Franklin and George Michael. Is it really was it, was it really that hard to tell? I think we're giving ourselves a lot of credit. <laughs> I felt like it sounded really good in my head. It sounded yeah. like, like, like they would totally get this. Like Cartman. Well, Mike Hartman is really good. Sure this is. takes place in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, a Does small it? town. Yeah. Oh. Anthony Hopkinsville in Kentucky, <laughs> a small town with a military base. Sergeant Vincent Gosling Jr., Ryan Gosling's cousin, maybe? I don't maybe. No, I don't think so. Ryan's Canadian. Uh, Vince grew up with his cousin Tim, where they would try to make barrels into a raft. And the only reason I'm including that is because Andrea points out to Tim, it's like Huckleberry Finn. And I do think Huckleberry Finn may still be on the bingo cards because there were several episodes. No, Mark Twain. Mark, Mark Twain, Twain is on the bingo cards. Mark Twain is on the bingo yeah. cards, but I think that's you can still mark Huckleberry Finn down. Absolutely. There was like a series of episodes where they were either mentioning the Alamo and showing footage of tourists going into the Alamo, or they were mentioning that Mark Twain was born there. Or it was a town that was like something out of a Mark Twain novel. Right. It was either something, there was a simile involving Mark Twain, or he lived there. Or he lived there, yeah. yeah. So Vince's mom left when he was a baby. I feel like there's a story there. I know. And he Well, there's was, a lot of stories. There's a lot of stories. That we're not getting with Vince. I need two hours. They are brushing over Vince's early life. And mm-hmm. that's the real story here. Uh his mom left when he was a baby, and he was raised by his dad, who was married six times. Okay. So that's the first story. Second story. How what? many times have you been married? You know that I've been married twice. You need to catch up. They were Saudi princes. What's the joke? They were not real. I was scammed, like a 90-day fiancé. Why was Mustard running late? He needs to catch up. Is, yeah, but what's the joke? That's not the joke. No, like the mama tomato says to the other tomato, you better hurry or That's you'll get sma- squashed. Is that from Pulp Fiction? I had a shirt that had oh. that joke on it. Yeah, it might be from Pulp Fiction. I think it is from Pulp Fiction. I thought it was I from think Uma a child. Thurman says it. No, yeah. I think Uma Thurman Maybe says I'm it. way cooler than I thought. I honestly uh-huh. thought that was just from... No, I also no. think had a shirt. I had a shirt with two tomatoes on it, but it was a different joke. I don't know what the shirts. I don't remember what they were joking about on my shirt. Now he, the dad is married six times. Vincent is also a ladies' man. Oh yeah. So he's raised by his best friend's mom, Janet. Kind of, he's raised by his dad, but really this woman, Janet, who doesn't really seem like a damn Janet. She seems nice lady. I actually wrote anti-damn Janet. Yeah, there you go. She is the non-damn Janet. I have some issues with her, but... Come on. Here's my problem. She loves him like he's her own, which is so beautiful. Yeah. Even though he's kind of a bag of wieners teenager. And you have problems with it? 
well, I'll get there. She he's could ju- she says he kind of dresses like a hoodlum and has tattoos and stuff like that. She yeah. doesn't specifically say they're on his neck, but uh, he has two babies with two different ladies by the time he's eighteen. So, so I'm sorry. This is Janet's fault. No, because- no, I'll get there. Well, I'm going to tell you, as someone who comes from the teenage pregnancy capital <laughs> of the United States. Right, right. And therefore, probably the world. Right, um, proudly, yeah. This That's not a joke. I think that she probably did the best she could. Janet? Oh, yeah. I'm not blaming Janet whatsoever for this. You're not. My it issue sounds, uh-huh. is how thrilled she seems to be with the whole situation. Two kids by 18 is with nutty. two different ladies. Is a lot of work. That's what I don't understand. Yeah. Like, how is he affording these children? He's, He's not. not even graduated from high school at this He's point. Not. Those He's... W- those girls' parents are taking care of those babies. Right. And right. this my kind of issue with Janet is, like, she's so proud of him because how happy he is to be a dad and how he loves taking care of these kids. And I'm like, how much is he actually taking care of these kids? But he doesn't have a it? job. He has two different children with two different ladies. But think about a 17-year-old. And think about how the majority of the time, they're like these douchebags we see on Teen Mom or whatever. There's very rarely we get a, what's his name? They're cousins. Almost cousins. Tyler Tyler. and Caitlin. They're not cousins, but yes. I remember. Sorry. Why did I think they were cousins? Um, Stepdad. mom married his dad. Yeah. They are half siblings. Step siblings. Step siblings. Yeah. But he is, I remember when they were first on that show, yeah, and like he was the rare case mm-hmm. of like fully stepping up. The majority of the time, you have bags of wieners. It's true. And it's true. just vamanos. And I don't mean to go hard on him because he's clearly the victim of this story. Spoiler alert. I just feel like if he wasn't, there might be a little bit more like admitting of how terrible this situation is well, that yeah. he's gotten himself into. And she has the rosiest of rose-colored glasses on, right? That's this all is her I'm precious saying. baby boy. That's it's all I'm saying. Like, baby. he can do no wrong to her. Right. Yeah, he's my precious. And I'm like, Jana. But I know you're going to get into this right now, but he does go on to, like, actually make some pretty good decisions. So he obviously made some very bad decisions, or his school system failed him. <laughs> Sexual education. Sexual education, in, yes. What is it, Clarkstown? Where does he live? Hopkins. Well, no, no. He grew up in Michigan. So this happened, I think, in Michigan. In America. Failed him. (laughs) So Vince meets a third lady. And this one sticks. He is like 20 at this point. Jesse, her name is. And he moves in with her and her dad, who is a Vietnam vet. And he suggests Vince joins the army to kind of clean up his act. The dad seems to be the only one who's, like, going, he needs to clean up his act. But anyways, so he goes into the army, and... Which is a fantastic choice, by the way, for someone like that. Kind of aimless, you're not going to go to college. Please go. Please go into the service. And serving the country. But Mm -hmm. here's, again, Janet, is Andrea goes, you must have been so proud of him for making that decision. And Janet's like, I was always proud of him. How okay. dare First you? First of all, Andrea. you're doing that all wrong because that was my precious moment. <laughs> so I don't know why you're being a hard-hearted Hannah about this and about <laughs> Janet. But I found that whole moment very sweet. <laughs> I didn't hear it like that. I think that's funny that you heard it like that because I heard it. 
she said, you must have been very, very proud. She goes, I was. And she goes, but I was always proud of his decisions. Still am. And I thought it was that very proud Kentucky, like, I'm a proud mama. Kay. And I, he, he was taken too soon. She was in Michigan, though, I think. Doesn't matter. So she's not a Kentucky mama. Doesn't she, matter. She had a Midwest accent. Doesn't matter. Okay. You get my point. Yes, I totally do. I mean, it's not like I will never go hungry again. It's not that <laughs> serious. But it's very like, it, it to me, I thought it was very like, I don't know. I no, it I thought sweet. it was beautiful. Like, listen, he did not have unconditional love from his mother, but he clearly had it from his surrogate mother. And I think that's beautiful. I totally do. But as a Dateline viewer, I kind of would rather hear a little bit of tea and have her be like, yeah, it sucked. I thought it was like, he's an idiot. I but- think if he was the killer, you would have gotten some tea and he would have, this would have been painted very differently. Very differently. I don't know if Janet would have been on. Right. And he was trying. No, I think well, that's the point they're like, all I trying to make. that. Yes, 100%. He was trying to get his life together. He proposed to Jesse as mm-hmm. he's going into the army. They fought a lot, apparently, but loved making up. That's what his cousin says. To which Andrea jumps in. A lot of people say that's the best part. And I was like, I had grabbed my handkerchief and I was like, almost got the vapors. And I was like, Andrea, like, I don't need to hear how the sausage is made. I don't want to know how you got your six babies, Andrea. But she's also, I think Andrea also is personally connected to this case, right? This is a military man. They give her the military cases all that they want to see her cry on camera. They do. And then they give her someone like Janet, who loves her son so much. And then she just, this is a mess. It's brutal. (sighs) Um, After the wedding, Vince and and Jesse have three kids. Is she a Jessica? Or is she a straight up Jesse? She's a Jess, Jess, I think she, I don't know, straight up Jesse, maybe. Okay, just wondering. Um, three more kids. So he, he's maybe brood. like 25 and he has five children with three different ladies. No shame in that game. I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm just trying to paint the picture here. It's a lot of kids. I just don't know how he's financially supporting any of them. Yeah, no, the, the answer is no. Okay. <laughs> That's that's just my. I'm sure issue. he pays like some sort of like fatherly support to the first that's two children. But they don't. Like, I don't think the first two children. I think again are with mom or with mom's parents. Yeah, I don't think he lives. Yeah, I don't think they're like coming over and then all five kids are there. No, but it's not the Brady bunch. No. no, although that would be fun. So they've been married for six years. Vince returns from his second tour of duty in Iraq. He's mm-hmm. doing really well in the army. He tells Tim, his cousin, in case something happens to me, which is on the bingo cards now, I want you to know what's going on, but I'm not going to actually tell you what's going on. Yeah, what's going on? What okay, no. what's, could you maybe share? No, just that I have something incredibly important to tell you and something might happen to me, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. I don't have time. I don't know why people, I, <laughs> I don't have time. I ran out of time. Sorry, my minutes are up. I'm using all my data on this call. I got to go. So I'm roaming, f- Tim. I'm ro- roaming. So a few days later, he had just gotten back from the army, and Vince and Jesse go out to celebrate his return. They are they go to dinner, and they're driving home on this dark, isolated road. And now we get we really see that this episode is really chasey part de. 
everyone remember Chasey from a few weeks? Chauncey. Chauncey. Yeah. From a few weeks ago. Now, mm-hmm. she was the hyperventilating, the worst hyperventilating we've ever seen on Dateline, where you almost felt like you were going to pass out when you're watching it. Jesse calls 911, and her 911 is, it's like Minnie Mouse. It's like so high pitched, you can't understand her. And the 911 operator can't understand her either. And but he's it's mad like, about it. Is mad. She's like, ma'am, I cannot understand what you're saying. You have to calm down. She has an accent. Man. Honey, you're going to have to slow down. <laughs> and I'll be, Je- and I'll be Jesse. Okay. I can't understand <laughs> one. No. Ma'am, 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 I'm going to need you to slow down. I can't understand. I can't understand a word you're saying. Yeah. Okay. That's that basically. really high. But also, did you notice that at the beginning of the 911 call that she, she's surprised? Like the surprise they answer. It takes her a second to get going. Oh, because uh-huh. she's like, oh, I, oh, she. There's uh, a little. Uh-huh. You gotta listen to it. There's uh-huh. a little like uh-huh. click register of like, oh, I gotta start. Uh huh. I'm like, you're it's, not very good at this. You no. should have practiced in the mirror. You're not mm-hmm. good. So Vince was shot, and the man was pulling him back after he shot him, and is attacking him, and. And Vince screamed at Jesse to drive away, so she did. Basically, they stopped the car to help a stranded motorist of some sort. And then this stranger, just out of nowhere, shot him. So he gets out to help the stranger. Yeah. She hears a pop-pop. He comes back around to the car with what, like the bloody hand on the window? What yes. are we thinking? Yes, okay. exactly. And then in slow says, motion, and go. the hand goes down. Just go. Just drive. Just drive. Just drive. Don't look back. And then she peels out. She and, does. As and she's Minnie Mouse says nine one one. Yes, exactly. Okay. All right. Um, and then we get the infamous. If you follow Dateline on social media, sweat bees scene. This is what you're talking about, right? This is what I'm talking about. I feel like you showed it to me, or I just saw it on my own, because sometimes I see things. I'm very, I'm really happy yeah. that you saw it, because I, I don't think I sent it to you. Dateline posts it occasionally for no reason, just to poke fun, I think, at Andrew, even though it's not her fault at all. It is one of the closest things we've actually seen to a bloopers tape, even though we've been begging, and we even asked Josh Mankiewicz for a bloopers tape. Mm-hmm. Um, poor Andrea is standing on this back road in Kentucky with a man whose name is Walter, but he looks like his name should be, like, Bubba? Like, I mean that in the nicest way. I think his name might be Bubba. No, it's Walter Ferguson. No, I think Bubba Bubba is a nickname. It has to be, right? No, he's Walt. 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 What's your name? Walt. <laughs> Does he that- doesn't seem that, that, um, what did they call Carol? Dimwitted? It no, was they, that was too mean. They wouldn't have said different. No, I think it was. It was something that was simple, surprised us simple. both. Simple. Simple. That's it. But this part between these two commercials is my favorite part of the episode. Because these are the <laughs> two best Dateline characters we've had in a minute. Yeah. That are real people. Yeah. Walter Ferguson. A.K.A. Walt Bubba. Walt. Uh, so Andrea is standing interviewing him. It's not the most necessary interview. He saw a car drive away. They could have done it inside or over voiceover. Did she and, have to go to Kentucky for this? Right. And so she is standing on this road in this flowery print dress, 
looking like an angel, mm-hmm. and she's being attacked by these things called sweat bees because they think she's a delicate flower in this flower print dress, which she is a delicate flower. Mm-hmm. And the footage of her swatting and dancing around because these bees will not leave her alone, it's it's hysterical. She still looks adorable. Yeah. Um, and, and Walter Bubba is kindly gentlemanly trying to help her swat them away um but it's not where they don't seem interested in him like at all you see one buzzing by at one point but they love andrea i don't know why they're attracted to human sweat and she doesn't sweat she glows i'm guessing that she is wearing that sol de janeiro that cream that smells really good has a white top and a yellow bottom do you get some in your fab fit fun box this would be the time that if we had FabFitFun as a sponsor, we'd insert that ad right now. I gotcha. Nice try. What I'm saying is, yeah, and also Sol de Janeiro. We'd like <laughs> you to sponsor us because I like that body cream a lot. It smells really good. But I think that she's wearing some sort of body cream that is attracting these bees. There's got to be something besides sweat because if they're not attacking him, they're... Yeah, oh, and he's a sweaty guy. No, I think that makes sense because she doesn't, I do not, I refuse to believe that Andrea Canning sweats. No, she definitely sweats, but I guarantee you Walt is sweating more than her. How dare you say she sweats? She doesn't. You have unrealistic expectations. I do of Andrea Canning and Nicole Kidman. Yes, and but she, I think that Walt is definitely sweating way more than her, like 25 times. More than her? Maybe they're just used to his sweat, because he sweats there all every day. This is what I'm saying. All day, so every she day. is wearing some sort of body cream or something that is attracting them more. Also, thank God it's not horseflies. Have you seen those guys? And they bite. Horseflies will bite through clothing. Ugh. They're this big. Ugh. No, it's not okay. There's no. nothing okay about a horsefly. Get, yeah, get them but, out of here. So there's like a blooper tape of her dancing around trying to avoid the bees. Now, yeah. in this bit on Dateline, they have tried, God bless the hearts of the editors, have tried so hard to edit out the bees. You still see a couple swats. You do. you Because they can't cut away from her fast enough. Because no. const- she can't stand still for 0.2 seconds without no. having to swat. And you do see the bees go by. Anyways, there's a lot of bees. There's a lot of bees. So Walter heard the gunshots that night and saw a truck speeding away, and he found Vince lying there. And he did not have his phone on him, even though he was going to go to his brother's house or his cousin's house or something. I don't know why. Walter, why did you forget your phone? This is my favorite one conversation. Time you needed it. It's Walter's quote. He says, he- <laughs> around these parts, you hear gunshots. All the time. Yeah. Well, so then the next sentence is, there's a gunshot. So why are you, first of all, why are you getting in your car to go investigate? No, if you he was hear driving the to his brother's house. And that's where he saw the body on the side of the road. When did he say he's going to his brother's house? He said, I'm going to my brother's house or my cousin. I can't, I think it was brother. Because there's too many gunshots out here? I'm spooked? No, because <laughs> he wanted to go hang out with him. They're friends. I need to talk to the brother. Sometimes they hang out. Brothers hang out. Are you okay. suspicious of Walter now? You think a story doesn't add up? And you don't take your phone? What if yeah, something happens I've... to you on the road? Like you find a body. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You got to be more careful, Walter. He wears those big jeans. He might wear... I keep picturing him in overalls like the guy in Trap Dead Gorgeous, even though he wasn't wearing overalls. Are you talking about Will thinking... Sasso? Yes. Yes. Hank! 
Hank. Yeah. Hank. He gets stuck. His overalls get stuck. Oh, no, that's not. Oh, yeah, that is Drop Dead Gorgeous. Sorry, he's also in Best in Show. I forget. Okay. Oh, yeah. Is he? Wait. Who's going to bring home a blue ribbon? Who's yes. going to bring home a blue ribbon? He's Christopher yes. Guest's, like, he works at the bake yes, shop. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Okay, I'm there. Okay, so he has to go back for his phone anyways. Walter mm-hmm. has to go back for his phone to call 911. And, and he tells us this. He tells us he forgot his phone. He has to drive back home to get the phone. At top which, speed. Top speed. But Zoomed back. He obviously doesn't know that Jesse has already called 911 on her end. So it's all for naught. He but, just found a body. Yeah, he's calling. And is yelling out of his car window at the body. Mister. <laughs> Hang on. Mister, Mister, I gotta go get my phone. We don't know if that's what he's saying. Can but you I feel hear like me? Yeah. Are you okay? Move your foot. If you can hear... <laughs> Mister. I forgot my phone. I forgot my cellular. I'll be right back. Charging. And I forgot it was in the charger. Good for him for not being connected to his phone. I applaud. I I applaud that. He's living in the moment going to He wanted to go hang out with his brother device and screen free so they could bond. They want to play Uno. Uh No phones. And just connect. They just want to look in each other's eyes. No. No, that's weird. No. They just want to drink beer and hang out outside and light things on fire. I think it's the opposite of looking at each other in the eyes. I think they have two of those chairs with the cup holders and they stare out on the porch Mm -hmm. and do yep, Mm -hmm. yep. I think they might light things on fire, though. Yeah. Just for fun. You want to get the cards or you want to set that barrel on fire? There you go. Yeah. We are being harsh on Walter, I feel like. Why? He He wasn't that bad. Why is that being harsh on Walter? I think all that sounds like fun. I do too. I When's the last time you had fun me? like that? Yeah, never. I mean, it's been years. So Vince mm-hmm. was shot multiple times in the head and the face. Boy. Nine times total. That's nuts. That's insane. That's personal and overkill. The detective brings in Jesse, and she Wait, has. I'm a sorry. Are you skipping over month. all of the detective? The detective. Yeah, you didn't notice anything about him? I noticed that Andrea's outside and there's much less bees around. Oh my. You didn't notice that he was um, emotionally interesting? No. Okay. So you see Walt and it's like this super character. And then I'm like, okay, well, that's the one for the episode. And then the detective comes. I can't believe you didn't notice this. No, honestly, those whole 10 minutes, I'm staring at Andrea Going, is that a bee? Is that a bee? Did she just want it a bee? Oh, that stinks. So you missed like the whole Ed Stokes thing. You missed it. I didn't see anything. He answers the question like exactly how it's asked. He answers the most. Oh, I didn't even write them all down because I assumed you would get them all. It's like the most obvious answers to everything. My, my quote of the episode was, she said, so this was personal. And he's out there with her and he <laughs> yeah, goes... Yeah. It's personal to me because that person who shot him in the head nine times wanted him dead. <laughs> okay, that's not the that's not the question. Yeah, what? He didn't understand the question. No, he was trying to be dramatic and go. It's personal to me, like he's in a Liam Neeson movie. But that's or not, show that doesn't that make it personal. And be like, well, it's personal to me because I take every case personally. 
But she's making a blanket statement of, okay, because he was shot nine times in the head. So his logical answer should be, well, yeah, with something that dramatic, generally that's going to be someone that's close to the victim. And he's like, well. And instead of doing that generic canned answer, he gave us one that we actually remember. Bravo to him. Weird. Whatever. There's no such thing as bad press. If anybody out there noticed that he is emotionless, con- please let me know. I'm sure I, was I just, just missed it. It's the whole time. It's the whole episode. It's like the most, like the answers are all a little funny. Oh, all right. Next time. I'm sorry I missed it. When we do this next time. <laughs> <laughs> next time we cover this episode. Well, we have to do this we'll again do it better. because you didn't it'll, notice. It'll be better. But it's funny. You always notice everything. This is the one thing I was like, oh, she's going to be all over this. No, I missed it. Honestly, the bees. Because of the bees? The bees. They threw me. I, I watched so much Naked and Afraid. I don't really know how that's relatable. Anyways, they have these insects on Naked and Afraid, and they're so insane, and they bite them, and it causes people to go mad. Because from the biting. I'm sorry, you worried Andrea's going to get stung by a bee? Very much. She's a big girl. She's our queen. Bee. What? Come on. My stomach hurts. Keep going. Come on. You did good. So the detective, who is emotionless, brings in Jessie, who has a bee in her bonnet. Oh, are you (laughs) good? You're taking my job and I don't appreciate it. Okay, Jessie's like retching in the interrogation room. Yeah. She's saying she's gonna throw up. She's rocking back and forth, holding her boobies. <laughs> it was really weird. She was almost doing the Molly Shannon, like with the hands like almost under her armpits. Superstar. And rocking back and forth. It was really That's odd. odd choice. Um and Jessie describes the man who shot her husband as a black man. So there you was. go. That racist. Racist. <laughs> Jesse. So she saw a reddish brown car. That's okay. not a thing. <laughs> like maroon, maybe? I can't. Rust colored. So she sees this reddish brown car driving away, but Bubba Walter saw a white truck. So is one of them lying, or does someone have a severe case of car blindness? Hashtag find a cure. No. Someone's lying. Thing. Yeah. So Jesse's in the interrogation room crying. Okay. They give us subtitles. She says, what? I want my mommy. I want my mommy. Okay. I want you to stop saying that. Thoughts? Jesse. I'm not a big Jesse fan. No. And it seems at that point that she realizes that that was weird. So she segues immediately into, I I want my kids. Because it's like she knew that that sounded weird. You know when um, on 90 Day Fiance, when Chantal and Rivers call their mom, they call it mommy. Mommy and daddy. And daddy, mommy Chantal and daddy Chantal. And it's the creepiest thing ever. Yeah, it really is. Maybe in Kentucky, it's more common for a grown woman to No, she's saying it like, because it's a kid thing. I want my mommy. And then she remembers, I'm a mom of three kids. I want my kids. I want to see my kids. Um, so Jesse's crying, and the detective very nicely reaches over and tears off a paper towel from a 
paper towel roll. We've seen this before. In the interrogation yeah. room. Could they not spring for Kleenex? Were there budget cuts? When did we see this? It was early days. We, I remember we saw a funny Kleenex box on the That's judge, judge stand. No, I, we saw paper towels before. Or did we see toilet paper used as tissue? It was something probably. in interrogation prob- that like they ran out of tissue. Okay, go ahead. So if you find yourself crying into paper towels, retching and calling for your mommy, you might benefit from BetterHelp Counseling. Absolutely. BetterHelp offers counseling with a licensed therapist within the privacy and safe space of your own home. You can confidentially text, chat, phone, or video with a counselor. This is available in all 50 states. So if you're in Kentucky and the incessant attacks of the sweat bees are driving you mad, there is relief for you. And it's not just calamine lotion. BetterHelp has counselors that are specialized in family issues, anxiety, grief. Maybe you have trauma-induced car blindness. If you don't like your counselor for any reason, you can switch to a new one at no additional charge. And it's very affordable, and they even offer financial aid if you qualify. A date with Dateline listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code Dateline. So get started today. You go to betterhelp.com forward slash Dateline. You take this questionnaire, and it helps them assess your needs and gets you paired with a counselor that you'll love. Betterhelp.com forward slash Dateline. You deserve better. Help. That was it. I don't think that was it, though. I think it was something else. Because you deserve better. Help. Help. Yes. It's not bad. It's pretty good, actually. I think it's something. I think I'm. we could be on Mad Men. <laughs> if that yes. show were still on. And it was a I'm real show. I'm so much show, like Roger we Sterling. Were, we were actually. <laughs> it wasn't just actors. It was like a real thing. And, okay. Uh. Anyways. So the cops and the army officials are both looking into the crime since Vince was on leave and had just returned home. They interrogate Vince and Jesse's next door neighbors. Mm-hmm. Not interrogate. They interview them. They're very oddly matched couple, I felt like. But it's none of my business. Why? I just, I just didn't, I didn't see them together. But whatever. It's not it's none of my business. It works for them. It's it is fine. none of your business, but I did not notice that in the slightest. Really? But you also for some reason you notice this. But you completely miss the robot detective. Maybe because I am also emotionally vacant no, and I don't see it in other It's others. not that. You normally pick up on this. It's the bees. It's definitely I know, it has- the bees have ruined this episode for me. They f- I feel them on me right now. Stop thinking about it. I'm sorry, but on ninety on ninety days on ninety days naked and afraid, they get so driven mad by the itching and the incessant biting that they like literally they start to go crazy. And sometimes they just have to leave. And it's not even they're hungry or anything. It's just the constant crawling on you. And swatting. Mm-hmm. You can never let your hands down and just rest. You can't even blink without the them trying to get in your eyes. I feel it. Okay, stop talking about it. Now I feel it. Move on. Jesse tells these neighbors that Vince owed drug dealers 20 grand. Where does that come from? Why? Did, I don't know why she told these neighbors that. I think they're friends. They're, they're friend friends and, too. Friends and neighbors. Friends, okay. State State Farm is there. Yeah, State Farm Replace, State Farm Replace. Those commercials drive me crazy. So... 
But so she tells the friends this. They tell the cops this. She didn't tell the cops this. No. The neighbors do. And then they asked Jesse about it. So he owed like 20 grand to drug dealers. She says, yeah. Um, and she was terrified about it, that something was going to happen or these drug dealers were going to come after the family. But so, this didn't come up in the first interview. She never mentioned it. It's the neighbors. So, okay, we'll come back. I to see it. what okay. I see. What I said. I said that they asked her about it. That didn't quite happen. I lied to you. Basically, it happens right now. <laughs> okay. So the neighbor lady, whose name is Kay Ray. Wow. <laughs> I did not. I missed that completely. <laughs> yeah, it's Kay Ray. Kay Ray. Kay Ray. Kay Ray. Lucky. So she convinces Jesse to go talk to the military officials. So there's this second interrogation that happens at the military base with different people than she has already talked to the cops. Now, mm. Jesse, she's crying again. And this time, there's no, there's no um, roll of paper towel. So she is wiping the snot off her nose onto her shirt. You betcha. Because apparently there's also no Kleenex in the military interrogation room. There is a statewide shortage of Kleenex at this time. Nobody has the budget for it, Kimberly. Mm-mm. Get with the program. Not even that generic kind that's almost like paper. Oh, Scott, yeah. one ply. Yeah, the yeah. Scott make, I know they make toilet paper. Do they make Kleenex too? I know Kleenex is a brand. Don't come at me. I know it's called tissues and Kleenex is the brand. But you Sorry, guys what was know. the question? I don't remember. Anyways, <laughs> Jesse says that the, that night they were driving home and she started to feel sick. She has a very weak stomach constitution because this is the second time she's felt sick. Uh, so she pulls off onto this dark road because that's what you do when you're nauseous. Sure. Except that the road that they were on, the main road, also had no cars and no lights on it. It was also extremely desolate. So Why they don't just, you just pulled pull from off one to road the side? exactly to this like little dirt road. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Then they see the stranded motorist, and even though his wife is apparently so nauseous that they had to pull off onto this deserted road, Vince gets out to help this motorist, and he shoots him, and then she drives off. Why are she, you saying motorist like it's Clue? I, he, I'm thinking Clue in my yeah, head, a stranded motorist. Yeah, are you thinking the opening of Clue? Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Jesse makes a beeline out of there, and... Yeah. I was hoping you'd catch that one. I heard uh, it. <laughs> so she says Vince owes these drug dealers, and one of them was texting her the night of the murder. So now she has, what? like, news story. Like, she's involved in it, too. And they were texting her and saying, I'm going to hurt your kids if you don't do what I tell you to do. And what I'm going to tell you to do is to drive down this dark road. What's the story with the meth again? Somehow they bought $20,000. Well, I think what they meth. were trying to say has happened is that he bought it, just, or Vince bought it to maybe sell it, and then he got jumped. So it got stolen from him. And so he owes the drug dealers either the meth or the money for this product that he was jumped and stole. That They said it very fast. I think that's what they're saying happened. I also, I don't want to, like... It's a rough town, I guess, and it is a lovely town, apparently. So, I don't want to jump the gun, but... Because there's actually a gun. I see what you did. 
sorry, $20,000 worth of meth, I feel like is a ton of meth. Like you would need one of those little wagons. How many people's teeth can that dissolve? No, but like it's on a pallet. You need a pallet jack. And you're walking down the road with the pallet (laughs) trailing behind you because I think it's a very- You need a special class license to drive the truck that can hold that kind of meth. From what I know, it's a cheap drug. So $20,000 worth would be like a foothill. Does seem like an odd story, yeah. So if you were jumped, they just ran away with your pallet? They like took the pallet jack and went running down the street? (laughs) You know who stole the 20,000 tons of meth, pounds of meth, is um, Robert Durst. Because he was on meth, too. Was it a tiny little ghost man? <laughs> bye, a bye. pedophile goblin. Yeah. Slash troll. Slash creature. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. But I want the entertainer to be playing in the background. And he, like, comes up. And then it gets slower and slower. I just got the chills. So I know. Creepy. See, it's way creepier because that's like a real peppy song. And yeah. Then no, it's Robert. like a jack in the box that's winding down, and it's like. Yeah. Can that be a, a verb now to dirt to durstify something? Yeah. Just what is just that? Make just make it, make it super creepy. Just way, he just his whole thing is way creepier than it needs to be. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So she says that this person said drive down this dark road and so she thinks well my husband's gonna get his you know what beat his, his comeuppance beat his took us took us beat keister heine keister um yeah, he's keister kicked a and, keister kicking and she doesn't want that to happen but she's fine with it if it means her family gets to be safe she thinks they'll just move on Okay, he'll get he'll get beat and then it'll be fine. Yeah, because meth addicts are super reasonable. Right. So and drug AKA dealers, Robert Durst, tra- drug yeah. dealers in general are even more reasonable. Yeah. So the police get busy, which is what Andrea said, finding the truck that Walter <laughs> described. And between that and the making up leading to like babies, which I made up from before, it was I felt like it was a lot of Andrea being like Andrea saucy so i'm shaking my head i know so they locate jared the owner of this truck and they're going on the description that walter bubba gave them of the car they don't appear to be looking for the maroon colored car at all they're going (laughs) after this truck that Hmm. they they trust bubba more than they trust jesse it would appear well they know bubba yeah, he's local. Because, that's true. And there's well, guns so going Jesse, off. Well, so is Jesse, I'm sure. But there's guns going off all the time on his property. He's probably <laughs> finding bodies six times a month. He's what they call and it's Bev the dispatcher. Well, oh, Walter, how are you doing? Did you see how his call? There's a dead body. <laughs> he's been killed. He's been shot. He's by my house. It was like the you know three sentences. Is. Yeah. Check the logs. I called last week. I don't need a name. Like, <laughs> you if know. you don't know by now, you don't get to know. It's Al Cowlings. Right. <laughs> you know who I am, damn it. <laughs> so they find Jared, and he is several states away. And this is within a couple days, so it appears that he left right after the crime. That's but weird. they don't have enough to hold him or examine the truck. Here's where it gets more interesting, is mm-hmm. that it turns out Jesse has been a busy bee, Jesse has been uh, cohabitating with 
the truck driver, Jared Long, while her husband is away. You mean shacking up? Yes. He's been living there, and then when Vince would come home on leave, he would, like, move out for a couple days. It's terrible. Wow. And the neighbors, her good friends, are the ones who tell the cops this. They're like, yeah, we see his car there all the time. Um, Yeah. So they even owned a car together. The car that Jesse was driving the night of the murder, she owns with this random guy, Jared Long, who happens to own a truck that looks just like the truck that Bubba saw driving the way the night of the the crime. So the (sighs) cops bring Jesse in again. No more tissue. Still no tissue. They give her nothing. They give her a beach towel. And they Uh. say, Jesse, we know there was no black guy, which we, the audience, already knew. But Jesse's like, no, there there was a black guy. There was. There was. And she keeps insisting that she had nothing to do with it, that Jared Long was just a friend. He was just sleeping on the couch all the time. Come on. And that they never had sex. But three hours into the interrogation, okay, they did have sex. But she no, was- it wasn't even. She didn't even admit it. It was maybe when we were when I was drunk, we had sex, but I don't remember it. Yeah, it was that maybe she had had unmemorable right relations with him. Even though she knows, she admits that Jared loved her and her kids. Yeah, she probably did it with him because he loved me. Of course. Right. Also. She had a $450,000 life insurance that she would get. Wow. The day before the murder. That's a lot. Yeah. For someone that young. Sorry. Oh, yeah. That's a lot. So the day before the murder, she met up with Jared. And okay, that time we did have sex. On it, this is what still gets me after watching Dateline. Because, you know, I tend to just believe people at face value. Like when my dad and I are watching Cops and I truly believe there's no cocaine in the car. Because oh, they're Lord. saying there's no cocaine in the car, and then it, there's always cocaine in the car. And I just am like, I feel betrayed every single time. So it, it just blows my mind how Jesse can just vehemently, like, screaming that they didn't have sex. And then just a couple hours later be like, yeah, well, we had sex. Yeah. Just like, no. But that's you're, why you're not a liars. detective. Yeah. I just don't understand how these people just lie. And why, why would I believe, I don't, I am better at not believing them, but I still don't think it would occur to me to just like deny, deny, deny. I guess that's what you do if you're a liar until you're caught and then you go, yeah, okay. I don't want to say that you're simple like Carol. I'm simple. But I, I do want to say that I'm you might be simple <laughs> I like think Carol. I'm simple. I think I'm a little simple. Oh, um, dim-witted Kimberly. They didn't say that. I know. I think we said it. So Jared oh tells Jesse. This makes no sense. Okay. Jesse tells the cops. Well, Jared told me that he has spoken to the drug dealers. Why Jared would have spoken to these drug dealers that her husband owed money to how he's involved in the mix, whatever. And he somehow made a deal with the drug dealers that if he, Jared, would rough up Vince, all the debts would be forgiven. So he's just helping. Because drug dealing thugs love to outsource breaking kneecaps. Or should I say, bees knees caps. Stop it. (laughs) It doesn't it, make it. It's it a makes really bad. No sense. Right. 
Unless yeah. he is admitting he knows these drug deal- he has a deal with them too, and he's like, oh, I know these guys. I'll take care of it. I'm just going to have to beat up your husband, but just a little. Like, I won't hit him that hard. And then all the debt's forgiven. This is what she's telling the cops. Oh, man. So it's Jared, really it's not really the drug bad. dealer, Jared told her to drive down that road. And that's enough to arrest her because in Kentucky, it's just as bad if you're an accomplice. So they arrest Jared Long and they they arrest him in the most extra way. They have yes, like the full do. on SWAT team out there, there with like their bulletproof vest and they make him get down on the side of the highway face down like spread eagle. It's a lot. Well, but then the, the, that's why this next part's kind of weird to me. Is that they, he's super cash in the interview. I'm glad you noticed that too. Sir, you he's, were taken down. <laughs> and like, I'm sure there were helicopters with yeah, like, there's been a, it was there's that been a high insane. speed. And yeah. then they have him in the interrogation and he's very sleepy. <laughs> he says, I know she was married. I know it was a horrible. And then he has a yawn. He stifles a yawn. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Just like, we're just breezing through nap time right now. Um, <laughs> I think he's just trying to play it off. I think like he's he over. Care. Correct. This is so not important. But like, dude, obviously it's important if you were taken down by SWAT. So mm-hmm. like, let's let's get real. He's like, I yeah. just had a busy day. Did you see me on the ground? Right. <laughs> on the freeway? It's been a long day. I think he just needs more energy and isn't living his best life. He might need some care of vitamins. Definitely. Care of is a subscription service that delivers vitamins and supplements and protein powders to your door every month. It's a thousand degrees out, but it's technically almost fall. And in the fall, I love to go on long walks and look at the lack of pretty trees because we live in L.A. There are a couple of trees. I've seen them. There are a few. They're a destination stop. You bet. And I want to drink more water and I want to take my care of vitamins. You go to careof.com and you take an easy and fun quiz about your health goals. I love taking the quiz. The quiz is great. It's hard to know what to do for your health because everywhere you look, people are screaming at you. The answer is eat only asparagus. And then someone else says, only eat hemp and slather your body in hemp for three hours every day. It's very confusing. But Care Of makes it easy to know exactly what vitamins and supplements you need to be your healthiest. I love the little personalized packs that you can take with you on the go. They have your name on them, which is what I meant when I said personalized. They have inspirational quotes. That's the best. And I need to pick me up sometimes because I watch a lot of Dateline and people are terrible. So I enjoy their inspirational quotes. For 25% off your first care of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter Date Dateline. That's 25% off your first care of order. Go to TakeCareOf.com and enter Date Dateline. And make sure to check out the protein packs. Yes. I need more protein. So do I. I need a lot of things. Thanks, care of. Take care of you. That's good. We are good at slogans tonight. Tonight's a slogan night. Yeah. Is it going to be a titles night? No, I'm just going to say. Probably not. Can't be, it can't be both. We can't. You no. get one mm-hmm. or the other, but that's, not both. Yes. We're only that's a, human. That's premium. That's premium content. We don't <laughs> have that here. <laughs> okay. So the police tell um, Jared... There we go. He doesn't look like a Jared. No, it's Jared's very- <laughs> hard for me. I yeah. want to be like, they tell Ryan, and it's not yeah, Ryan. Yeah, no, not Ryan. Yeah, okay. So they tell 
Jared. I just forgot it again. It's not Jared. I forgot it's Jared. it. From the I didn't even write down Jared. I wrote down question mark in like five spots in my notes for his name. I'm like, what is but his name? But what's funny too, it's Jared Long, which is kind of like Justin Long, it's the actor. Very close. Very close. But it's close. also just a funny last name to me. So I also keep thinking you're getting it wrong. Right. Because I'm like, that's not his name. It's no. too close to Justin Long. But no, you're, yeah. it is. Okay, go ahead. So Jay, they tell Jared, oh my God, that Jesse already flipped and told him the plan. And he does this fake double take. Yeah. Like he he moves his head so rapidly. He's like, what? And then says, excuse me? That's That's woke him up. He's like, now I have energy. Where's my vitamins? (laughs) They arrest him. He's like, can you forward my care of vitamins to me in jail? He gets put in this bright yellow jumpsuit for mm-hmm. prison, which is not the orange. So I'm sorry if you looked good at orange and that but was part of your decision. A tie back into the bees. Yeah. You got it. Bear loved the honey. What's that from? Arrested filament, of course. Don't you worry. It'll take a lot more than a heart attack to kill that old bear. Old bear. He likes the honey. He never got a chance to see my bee business take I forgot that one. I don't know that one. Okay, so the detective never finds anything that proves that Vince ever had anything to do with drug dealers or owed mm-hmm. anyone money. They think that was just completely made up. They find a drop of Vincent's blood on Jared's backpack. There's no physical evidence on Jesse, though, but they know that she was involved. But Jesse has a lawyer in a striped suit. And he's going to try to get the whole thing thrown out. You bet. His theory is that because she asked for a lawyer when she was at the police station, and then later in the day she voluntarily went to the military base, that her asking for the attorney should carry over to that second interrogation with this military law enforcement. And so that whole statement shouldn't count. That seems like a stretch to me. It does to me, too, because she voluntarily went there. But wh- I don't understand the law. So okay. the court agrees that they should throw out this whole second part of this interrogation, which is when she talks about her relationship with Jared and have going down that road for Jared and all of that. So mm-hmm. the prosecutor, this tough prosecutor lady, is not going to go down without a fight. So she appeals to keep it in. And the court takes four years, apparently, to decide that they side with the prosecution and they are going to allow that statement in, which is a victory. But different than what normally happens on Dateline in these, the wife gets her boyfriend to kill her husband. Usually they go after the wife. Right, correct. They say she's the mastermind. We'll go easy on him if he'll flip on her because she's the one we really want. But in this case, they want Jared because he's the one who pulled the trigger. So they want him to have the most punishment. So they offer Jesse a plea deal, which will basically give her time served, even though a huge part of it she was out on with an ankle bracelet. It's ridiculous. No, she doesn't get time served. No, it no, she gets... It was 22 years, but then they go down to time served. No, no, no. It was 22 years, but she, she only has to serve 12 because the rest of it is considered time served. She's still serving 12 years. What do you mean? I don't get it. That's what they said. 
Because it's a 22-year sentence. She has 10 of it is already considered time served. Even though she she wasn't in jail. She was out on an ankle monitor. Correct. Correct. Which is the worst. But she still has to do. She will do a little bit of time, but not nearly enough. Okay. I thought time served was like, that means it's done. Completed. No, it means that she gets her time. She gets time served. So she will get her 10 years or however many, but she still has to serve the rest. It's still nonsense. No, it's ridiculous. So then this new prosecutor takes over, Mark Mm -hmm. Blankenship, who is basically Bob Barker. He doesn't even bother wearing a tie. No. He's like, hi. The brightest game show host jacket I've ever seen. It's so blue. He wants a sport coat, loud sport coat, no loud. tie. Yeah. yeah. But he's confident. Now, sure. he thinks it was an injustice. Jesse was the mastermind, and she basically got away with 12 years. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So he thinks, well, it's only fair to give Jared a deal, too. Okay. Sir. What are you talking this about? This literally just, I I screamed at the screen, you just don't want to do the paperwork. You just don't want to go to trial on this. You're trying to save money. A trial is expensive. She already got a deal. We might as well give him a deal, too. But it's like he says how unfair her deal was. Right. She got off too late, too light, so it only makes sense that we make the other guy get off too light as well. So then, like, no one is serving a quality amount of time for this crime? He's literally trying to justify a really bad decision. Yeah, because but- then he goes, well, I don't think it's fair that he got off that easy either. But that was your decision. He's trying to. No, you did that, sir, in your it's loud, really stupid Bob Barker jacket. That it's was really, you. it's really bad, and it's really honestly like he needed to pick a different reason. He needed to just be honest and be like, "We didn't have the money." I was like, "Am I that simple that it the logic makes no sense no, to me, and it, it really make makes actual sense. sense?" No, no, no. Oh my god! So everyone yeah. is mad. Andrea's mad. Janet's Andrea's already mad about the bees. Janet's mad. Tim, mm-hmm. remember Tim from the beginning, the cousin mm-hmm. with the help oh, of yeah. Mary Finn? He's, He'll mad. He's mad. They're all mad, and it's all horrible. And thanks, Dateline. Appreciate it. Yeah. When is this guy out of office, this new prosecutor? Yeah. I want them all gone. I don't get it. So is that the end of the episode? That also, was the, the end it. of the That's episode. Just, I'm just mad. Yeah, the end of the episode is so short. It's almost like they ran out of time because <laughs> J- they they ended on the saddest note. It's just Janet being like, this is so unfair. And Andrea's like, this world isn't fair and we're all going to burn. <laughs> I know. She's and like, and I like, just brought out. another child into this world. Why yeah, am I doing this? In this horrible, horrible world. In this horrible out. world with prosecutors yeah. giving deals right and left. It's not great. Were not they just good- trying to get a... Like make a deal with somebody, with somebody's dad important to somebody. There's, yeah, there's something weird, to get a, right? Like, I think there's something. No, shady I think going it's on. just like this is an old case by this point. It's not current, and it's like let's just get this boy through the system. Let's just get this done. I think it happens a lot more than we know. But then, what Lester was in prison with all these people who have been in jail for like eighty years. Sure was because they shot somebody when they were three years old. This is why people get mad about the Justice Department. Right? I'm mad because things aren't fair. They're not equal across the board. This kid should be in prison for life. They yes. should both be in prison 
for the rest of their lives. This was calculated and horrible, and Vince didn't deserve it. You're right, Janet. He didn't. Good for you, Janet. B-roll bonanza. B-roll bonanza. (laughs) See that one I didn't even get, and it's the most obvious. Because I didn't say it like that. Okay. Uh, So, I mean, I didn't think of it. Oh, sorry. (laughs) You thought of some other really good ones, though. You had a lot of good. You had a lot that made me go stop. That means they're bad. That That means they're bad and good. Bad Uh, is good. You want them to be bad. That's the point. So, uh, there was so much driving down these lone roads. For sure. So much driving down the road that was supposed to be the deserted road. Then there's the more deserted... There's deserted road A, which wasn't deserted (laughs) enough, so they had to go down deserted road B. Deserted road B, yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, the prosecutor... Normally, we get hands typing and it's usually man's hands and it's a twitter person i cannot i'm so sorry i can't remember who pointed Mm -hmm. out they're always like have hairy knuckles that are typing Mm -hmm. or hairy wrists but this time we saw a the female prosecutor writing with a pen with perfect um french tip manicure so that was a nice change we should also say that there was a female prosecutor in this before loud jacket came in she was great yeah, nothing, to, nothing gave, to see here. No, she gave her the first deal. She made a bad decision. And I think she knew it was the wrong call. I don't know. I'm mad at both of them. But she said that they discussed it with the family. They discussed with the family who were going to get one. And I think that they thought that it was that not Logan. What's his name? Justin. Jared. Jared. Jared would Jared not, from Subway wouldn't would not flip on her on the stand and i think that they couldn't count on the fact that even if he said he would that he would get up there and do it okay that's valid they did she did i i don't like that she said i talked to the family about it because when she talked to janet and tim when andrea talked to them they both were furious and royally ticked that she didn't get more time so i think that they were ticked that nobody got time yeah, but I think there she's the one they know, and she yeah, I was the mastermind. Yeah, so she, and they, she's yeah, you're the right. They wife. knew her and they trusted her. I think it's worse to the family that they were betrayed by her. She's the mastermind. She was married to Vince, has right. children. She killed the father of her three kids, and it's it, obviously that's going to hurt more than this random dude who's just sleeping with the wife. I also really, I'm sorry, at this point, we need to put add to the bingo card, where are the children? Yeah, where are are the children? Where are the children? Top mom. I can't do it right now. My throat hurts. But you just did it. I need a lozenge. (laughs) Nancy Grace must go through a lot of lozenges because she yells so much. I don't think she ever gets sick. I think she's a robot. Yeah. Like the prosecutor that you didn't see was a robot. Will you go back and watch him? She did accidentally have a nip slip on Dancing with the Stars. She did? Yeah, so I don't know if robots do that. Uh, Would you you mind going back and watching that prosecutor? No problem. Just watch a little part and tell me what you think. Just text me. Okay, you got it. Oh, totally, we'll do that. No problem. Please do that. I won't. So anyways, what else do we have for this episode? Oh, we have Brands Unhappy being on Dayline. That restaurant they went to? They went to a restaurant? Yeah, the place where she got food poisoning so bad that it killed her husband. Oh, God. Called O Charlie's or something. 
Oh, it was called Oh Charlie's? Yeah, something like oh, that. Oh, so she had bad zucchini, fried zucchini. Yeah, that's part Or the ranch was off. Oh. I always suspect the ranch. Don't eat the ranch. If it doesn't taste right, just put it aside. Go with your guts, people. Maybe it's been sitting out for a couple days. So Ugh. don't don't do that. Sorry. Um, I just had that happen to me where I was suspect. Uh, and I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. Good. So I had a little taste and I was like, mm, and I spit it into a napkin. And I was like, that doesn't taste right. Ugh. That's going to be food poisoning. Um, Probably country roads at this point. Or all songs involving country roads. Country road, take me home. Yeah. Oh, I like that song. Maybe all John Denver and Randy Travis songs. Walt Whitman poems. Mm. Walt, Walter. The well, name Walter's Walt. a winner. No, no Walter's Walter the MVP. Was the, M- Walter's the MVP, definitely, yeah. of the episode. I would say the loser is the, the detective that you ignored because of the bees. Because he was really something else. And I'm worried about him. You think he's on the spectrum? I don't think he understood the questions. Why do you answer a question? It's personal to me. That person who shot him in the head nine times really wanted him dead. I feel like he's saying... Well, duh! Well, yeah, it's personal. He was shot by a person. (laughs) That's about what it is. That wouldn't have surprised me. Do you want to do Fashion Police? I've got one. I just have one comment, which is several of the men have that gelled hair down thing where it's just the front parts of the Grizzle. hair. The, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's what, what we're calling it. It but is what we're calling like it. M&M, we're calling it grizzle. Early M&M. Yes, grizzle. It needs to stop. It's over. It's We're past that now. Well, I don't know how long ago. Oh, this isn't very long this ago. This is not okay, that long ago. That's a, that's a shame. Um, did you see Jesse's hair in court? I don't think I did. Describe to me. Oh, it's just too oh, long. Oh, wait, I did. She had the braids, the two yeah. braids, and then Correct. did she have um, a flower thing? She had a thing right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these really long braids. Like, yeah. Like who? Me? Me? I yeah. used to wear my hair in two braids every day. Literally every day, because when I'd wash it, I would put it in yeah. two braids. All through my 20s seen, and well into have, my 30s. I have seen your hair like that. More times than yeah. I can count. And I when went it to came my on professional, the screen, professional job in an office like that for like 12 years. Like Laura Ingalls Wilder. But seriously, your <laughs> hair looked a lot like that. Yours is a little bit thicker, but it shocked me when I saw her. I was like, oh, Kimberly Braids. I wouldn't have gone to court like that. And I would not put that weird poofy thing behind if her, you were her. If you were her age, if you were 24... Or however old she is when she's convicted of murder? That was my lazy hair. That was my getting it out of my way when it's wet because I'm too lazy to blow dry it. So it goes in two neat braids, like Marianne from Babysitter's Club. And then when I want to take it out, then it has waves in it and I didn't have to do anything. And it doesn't get tangled when I sleep. That would not be my court hair. My court hair would be some sort of bun updo. Now it would. I mean, I'm I would, I would then, have to watch a tutorial on YouTube to learn how to do oh an Lord. updo. Like a chignon? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, exactly. Oh, Lord. Okay. I'm not no, going to no say it because I'll sound dumb. No, I just sounded dumb. I sounded a sh- like a I was... Chignon. I sounded like I was say like from Hong Kong. So that's good. <laughs> um, and what else have we got? Uh, Alternative have- theories? Chasey. Walt. Walt did the whole thing. Here's my other alternative theory. It's going to blow your mind. Are you ready? It, it better not be who I. It, it better not be the the monster. 
The pedophile monster. <laughs> Robert Durst. Yeah. No. The what? sweet bees. You know in the cartoons. Sweat bees. Sweat bees. You know in the cartoons. What are, sweet bees. Sweet bees is a pastry. That's what I keep to call them. It's a pastry shop. It sounds delightful. In Clarksville or wherever we are in Kentucky. Delicious. Okay. So the sweat bees, you know, in cartoons, when the like flies or bees can all come together and make like a human hand and like mm. slap Buzz Bunny across the face, they so came they, in together. In this case, they can pull a trigger nine pull, times. They form themselves into a hand. It can pull a mm-hmm. trigger. I said it was going to blow your mind. Yeah, blew it clear out of yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, we didn't get any information about the weapon in this, did we? I don't remember no, where what went, happens. Whose gun it was, where it went. I keep thinking, oh, yeah, we totally do. But it's because I'm thinking of the Chasey case and where that gun was. But this is really weird, too, because the prosecutor, the female prosecutor at one point says that she had more evidence in this case than in most murders that she takes she to trial. She that I'm like, one drop of blood. That one drop of blood. How is that? apparently she does a lot of circumstantial cases and yeah, she was making so. the point like it's not just circumstantial anymore i have this one drop of blood that's in his backpack on his backpack that shouldn't have been there and this is a very small department obviously because you've got the detective who just i don't i don't know exactly what he does and then you have got and i'm not convinced we have a judge i think they're just making deals because <laughs> the judge can't like they they can't go to trial because there is no courthouse no the courthouse is doubles as the church mm-hmm. and the church is tired uh-huh. of this because no they want their they want their bingo many. room back so they're right. like we're losing out on the bingo the ladies are angry karen is yeah. angry we need our room back and they're starting a youth group it's time. There's enough. There's enough teenagers in the town now, and it's being overrun by teenage pregnancy. Hall. Teenage pregnancy is rampant. They there's, need a youth group. There's trouble in River City. Yeah. The capital P that rhymes they, with T and that stands for pool. Yeah. Um, so titles. I have one. It's not really a title. I didn't get that many. I don't know why. Um, can we do something like where is all the Kleenex? The great Kleenex. The great Kleenex caper. Caper. There we go. Um, beads, bees, beads, <laughs> beads. Job's not on board. And if you haven't seen Arrested Development right now, why? Why? What are you even doing? Well, I think this one would most be suited for like a real title, like a deal with the devils. Mm-hmm. Why can't we use that title for this mm. one? Also, what's evil was waiting? What was waiting on the desolate road? Justin. I mean, Jared was waiting. <laughs> oh, why don't we just call it? What's the name of the road? Just like Mank had a well, couple weeks ago. Before they had County something road, was waiting, they had right. a dance with the devil, a deal with the devil. Someone was waiting. They combined them. Evil was waiting. Also, someone was watching. So someone's either always watching or waiting. And then sometimes that someone is an actual evil entity. But why can't, again, we just call it Old Country Road? I would like that title. I feel like it applies to several episodes, but I still like it. It would work. Country Road, take me home. Or we could have pulled something else in, like like on the county line or something like that. No, it should have had a military theme. Like, oh, that would have been good. Dishonorable okay, so. discharge, 
by that I mean the weapon discharged. Yes, I see what you did and there. Killed him or something. Active duty. No, that's not right. It makes it sound duty? like I gotta go poo poo. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I gotta. I got active duty. Um, <laughs> not like you need to take Activia. Um, hold on a second. Let me think. Um, <laughs> This is what happens when we're when it's a thousand yeah, degrees. Yeah, I know that it's not good. Okay, yeah. All right, I'm I'm not even gonna try. Resort right. to poopy jokes. That was bad. That was bad. What about it's personal? I don't no. get. I don't get it. It's stupid because I know because you didn't pay attention to him because you were focused on the bees. Oh, it's personal to me because he's a person. Did you have any quotes? You didn't have any quotes. No, usually Andrea episodes are not very quote heavy. She's no, more. Style and looks. She gives these looks that you can't encapsulate in quotes. Mm, I see. And she's she grills them, so it's not quotable, but she's grilling them hard. Yeah. What did you think of Walter Ferguson's clean green T-shirt for Dayline? I was surprised that it wasn't more sweat stained. No, it was very smartly chosen because he chose one of those t-shirts that was like marbled green so you couldn't tell so it was like gray and green marble mhm that's it was very, very smart. wise i yeah. need to invest in several of those cuz i am a sweat monster i appreciate him i think he put on his clean jeans and his clean tee i really appreciate that he tried to swat some of those away from from our queen i thought that good was job. really nice good job walter ferguson we like you uh, oh, we have our Great British Bake Off contest going on right now on yes, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You leave in the comments who your three finalists are and who you think your one winner will be. And the person who's the closest will get some prizes. That's, do you know? Do I know who wins? Do you know who you think the winner is? Like, do you, No, I do was think starting you know? to pick and it was stressing me out. And then I realized I didn't have to because I'm running the contest. The and one thing relieved. I'd like to do is I'd like to pick who I think you're going to pick. And then I oh. want you to pick who you think I'm going to pick. That's interesting. Okay. I think I know who you're I think I know who you like the most too. Okay. I I could be wrong though. Okay. But I also um Oliver has some favorites in this. Oh, let's bring so in we Oliver. Can get, we he can, can get play. him in. He was very he wanted to play. So Oliver will totally be making play. a guess. Yeah. But he is a betting man. So oh. he he's doing it all like he's probably going to have like a, a chart. Is he going to break someone's kneecaps if he doesn't win? I can't tell you. Secret. <laughs> Secret. He'll be okay. All right. So everyone pay attention to that. Pay attention. <laughs> Constant vigilance. <laughs> Aaliyah, I hope you loved this episode. Thank you for being such a great listener this whole you time. are seriously, we don't rate our listeners. But, but I think we can safely say that um, as much as Walter is the MVP of this episode, Aaliyah, you are also the MVP of this episode. And Hadley. But go to bed. You should not be listening to this. No, you should You should not be listening. All right. Well, she's, I mean, she could be listening to it in the morning. You don't, don't tell her to go to bed. You don't know what time she's listening to it. Hi, Hadley. I can't believe you know our names. Hi, Hadley. Hi. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you were talking to you, Hadley. On a date with Dateline. Hi, I'm waving to you, even though this is a podcast and you can't see me wave. Kimberly needs to go to bed. Okay, <laughs> let's wrap this up. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Facebook. On Facebook. And leave us a review on iTunes, because that's like the most important thing that you can do. And our Patreon. There's tons of bonus episodes on there if you join. Don't watch alone. 
watch with Andrea Canning and all the sweat bees because they'll totally ignore you for her, which would be nice. But also you'd be spending time with Andrea, so that would be like a win-win. Yeah, it would. I don't know. But I, could, surrounded by bees, hanging out with Andrea? Well, she's like in a cloud of bees, but still looks glamorous. And you can like talk to her and try to distract her from the bees. But would, it, in would between, you be like commercial breaks? But would it more be like that you were being attacked by bees, but you were just taking the foot. So your face is getting progressively more swollen mm-hmm. as she's just like horrified at you. And then she's like, oh, yeah, you were that bee girl. I don't, if she knew who I was and knew me as the bee girl, I think I'd be okay with it. I think she knows who you are. Let's hope, may the odds be ever in your favor. We did meet her, but I don't know if we made a lasting impression. Yeah. Opinions mixed. We'll see. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bees? Beads. (laughs) It's not funny even as I do. Really? What kind of job? Beads. Bees? Beads. Beads? Job's not on board. How hard can it be? Bzzz. We'll see who brings in more honey. <laughs>